0: to grits in the city podcast aka girls raised in the south in the city so it's tasha also known as the black rogue so this week is going to be a different week because Drea g is out on vacation so we got a special co-host guest and um crystal can you just give a background about yourself absolutely so i'm crystal
1: don't have a nickname just crystal I am Tasha's friend. We met in grad school, so I feel like I've made it because I've uh, officially been invited onto the show, so I'm super excited
0: to be here. All right, girl. You all sound professional and stuff, girl. <laughs> you can relax, girl. We, we are I'm chill. I'm relaxed,
1: girl. I'm relaxed. You know, that's my regular speaking voice. All
0: right, <laughs> girl. She, she a uh, crystal out here. She a boss, y'all. She like a director all the way up there, you know, living her best life. How was your week?
1: Um, My weekend was okay. I went to New York after um you had called me and told me not to go because it was a flood, but like every New Yorker know New York bounced back real quick, so there was like no water, nothing. Uh, It's like the flood never happened in New York, but I had a really good time just like chilling and vibing with like old friends and family.
0: Do they have a lot of like uh, West Indian events and stuff since the parade wasn't going on?
1: They had some party events, but like I know it's like crazy out in the New York streets. So, um, with COVID, and I'm not like fully vaccinated. So, I was just trying to like lay low. So, I did more like backyard barbecues with people that I knew. But my mm-hmm. other friend, yeah, she was at the fet. She was at the parties, but I sat those out. Well, my Yeah, weekend. what did you
0: do? Girl, I didn't do nothing, man. I was out here in these Houston streets just on some chill shit. I had like a friend from Atlanta in town. So, I love these Atlanta folks because they, they lit. Oh, that's good. You ain't hit up no brunch or nothing? Houston wasn't really that popping. Like, I feel like everybody was, like, on vacation in other cities and stuff. They were probably in Miami. Yep. So, all righty. So, we're going to kick it to our top 10. So, our top 10 uh, we do every week is we either bless our heart or pour it up to, you know, whatever we feel like is popping in current news. Mm -hmm. So, Crystal, I'm going to let you kick it off with number one. Yeah. So, it's going to be 20
1: years since 9-11. And um, we talk a lot about just like what happened in New York with the Twin Towers, but uh, sometimes the unforgotten crew member and passengers of United Flight 93 that went down somewhere in the area in like Pennsylvania was actually aimed towards the Capitol. um, And those crew members were able to uh, take over the plane and um, that plane crashed in the fields. And so one of the crew member, his last words on the call with his wife, it's like, let's roll. Um, and so definitely want to pour it up for those really selfless individuals that gave their life.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, shout out to the military that has lost their lives, you know, fighting all these wars. So number two, I'm going to pour it up to New York Fashion Week, uh, which kicked off this week. I've been looking at all these pictures of these celebrities and, you know, Koi Lorraine. So she popped out there with, you know, little nipple pasties. And she's been getting a lot of heat. Are you a fan of hers? Because a lot of people, they like, they don't like her. But I feel like if anybody else wore that shit, they would be like, oh, if Rihanna had that shit, oh, that's dope. Because she wearing her stuff, people just like, she look tacky. So Yeah, I don't I don't have a, any feelings towards her one way or
1: the other. But like, I don't know why people are saying she's tacky. Like, pasties isn't new. Like, that's been going on since Lil' Kim came out with it. And I feel like in today's age, like, sexuality is just like, you know, out there so much more. So I don't know why people are giving her a
0: hard time at all. You know, people be thinking that, uh, Coyle Ray and Lizzo be doing too damn much, um, with the twerking and shit. Uh, Coyle Ray, I think that she twerks hard as fuck, you know, but the thing be moving. She just have to twerk real hard to get it to move, but she be doing her damn thing.
1: I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just cause people don't like her already. And so it's another reason that to like her. So, number three. So, number three, this has, like, really been irking me. And everybody that I've been talking to, I'm like, like I've been advocating for her. So, for all the people who are fans and married at first sight, there is a black girl on there. Her name is Michaela, And she had one episode where she freaked out a little bit. And, like, you know, they did a little dramatic sound effects. And so, she looked crazy doing what she was doing. Um, and it was a little overreaction. But she's just been labeled crazy, which I feel like it's easy for TV and media just to label black women as crazy when we're just mm-hmm. being emotional so she's been labeled as a crazy one meanwhile there's this asian girl on the show named bao who she said that she only bathes like two to three times per week and her her husband's like oh i just need you to bathe just like hop in the shower before bed that's it and she's like no that's non-negotiable for me i'm not bathing what? and she's clearly suffering from some kind of depression and she's just going completely unnoticed because she's quiet and she's an Asian woman while this black girl is just being emotional and she's getting labeled crazy. So I just, I've been talking to everyone about that. So So
0: yeah. this girl only bathed twice a week. Lord, That's, fix it.
1: <laughs> she is <laughs> funky. She,
0: she need to wash her ass. That's not sexy. That's not sexy, sis. I don't know how he's in the bed with her or even (laughs) sleep with (laughs) her.
1: That's what he said. And so he's kind of gotten detached from her just because I feel like, you know, he just doesn't think she's clean because she'll go to the gym and want to just hop right in the bed. What the fuck? Right. But, you know, I feel like it's also a thing with a lot of um, people not of color where you know they just don't take frequent baths so
0: lord jesus Christ. i just you know i didn't have no you know no white fr- i know i felt like they took baths back in the day you know
1: i, mm-hmm. I don't know girl because i had a white friend to stay with me and she told me i bathed too much and i only took two showers and so i was like wow girl okay. oh
0: lord jesus well fix it jesus <laughs> so all righty so um let's kick it off to number four crystal
1: Oh, uh, number four. Yeah. So here again, this is going to Fox News and just like the just the propaganda that they continue to spread over COVID. And so most recently, I've been watching like a few clips because I can only take Fox News and doses. Yeah. But I want to know what they're saying. But there was this like um, different segments where they have COVID restrictions and they're calling it like the new Jim Crow, the new segregation because they're like, oh, if I have to show my COVID vaccination cards to get into a restaurant, I'm being discriminated against and we're segregating people based on vaccinated and unvaccinated, which I just feel like white people have been trying so hard to be oppressed lately. And they've been making it this, their issue to right. be oppressed. And it's just like, there, there's no comparison and you're really creating a problem when there is none.
0: Yeah. Bless their hearts because you know, the crazy thing is, uh, like, you know, I'm in Texas, so, I mean, Houston is not crazy, crazy racist, even though it's, ra- it's some racist parts, like the outskirts, but, like, mm-hmm. when I go to, like, a racist side of town, or, and I wear my mask, and I see the racist people, racist white people not wearing their masks, so I'd be real extra, y'all. I'd be, like, on some extra shit, like, I'll clutch myself, like, you know how, like, back in the day, they used to, <laughs> they used to hold their purses when we walk past them, I'd be like, oh, oh, my God, like, oh, i will be able to put, like, oh, my God, this person doesn't have a mask on, I'm so scared. Oh my god, they probably got COVID. And I do that out I loud on it. purpose. So they be I crazy, love it. Crazy, but I do that on <laughs> purpose.
1: So I love that. it. I do that. I whenever I'm putting my pin number and there's a white person behind me, I always like turn to the side to like cover my pin to let them know that I think that they're trying to take my pin
0: number. Right. So I love it. Yes. So number five, I'm gonna uh, give a shout out, you know, pull it up to your Miami homegirl, Trina. You know, she's engaged, praise the Lord. And Ooh, I'm just shocked, girl. She, she engaged. I didn't even know this. This is news to me, girl. I don't know who this man that she's engaged to, but it's a it's a miracle, girl. Kaya was talking back <laughs> this girl for like for years. I never thought Trina was gonna get married. You know, to be oh, quiet—that was her personal choice, though. I don't feel like she didn't have any
1: suitors, you know. Yeah, Trina like was she... that girl back in in the days, you know, back in she the, was the that early whole
0: girl. She was
1: That whole girl. <laughs> Either way, girl, hoes be getting married. Girl, hoes be winning
0: you dead ass right about that Uh shit for real i'm glad she found Uh love though so shout out to her shout
1: out congrats trina
0: so number six i'm gonna um give a also shout out and pour it up to on my block which is this netflix show that i've been watching like since it first launched it's like the the hispanic version of the grassy so it's like these little high school kids they got grown adult problems, and they be up there, on, <laughs> they be up there having sex and all this shit, on all, all the doing all this in gangs, and people be dying and shit. And they got their last season. They skipped a couple of years, so these kids are grown now. So I'm very mm-hmm. interested to see how this gonna be. It's a okay. good show, girl. I'm gonna
1: have to check that out. I just um, started um, manifest, so this is gonna be my series after that's over with.
0: Great. It's very stereotypical, you know, because it had to be, uh, Hispanic folks and gangs and shit in Cali. But you know, it is what it is. It's a good show. We oh, right, got, right, right. <laughs> got a little black little Spanish uh, girl. We got a little black little Afro Latina girl on there. So you know, well, that's I, good. Bringing some different colors. Yeah. Latinos,
1: yeah.
0: So yeah. So what about number seven, Crystal? Uh,
1: so number seven is this reality show called The Activist that was uh, um, air on CBS. And the premise of the show is just really these social influencers who have like a platform for different type of social issues. And so Mm -hmm. this was turning that into a reality series. So people on Twitter are like, you know, these social issues are not for reality shows. It's not to be scripted, not to be dramatized. This is like truly real life issues that people are enduring. So I just received like just a lot of like backlash on that. So, yeah, I'm going to give them a bless your heart for just attempting something that really is so sensitive and so real.
0: Who the fuck came up? See, that's why we need more diversity in the background. Because who came up with this idea? I don't know who came up with the idea, but Usher was one of the hosts of it. So this
1: is where, like, maybe you've had so much money for a while. You're not conscious of, like, the Mm -hmm. issues that's going on or something. Rich privilege. Right. Because they definitely had some black representation.
0: So I don't know do make no damn sense. Mm-hmm. None at all. Girl, you know he hasn't um, been right, girl, since those crabs, girl. He hasn't been right since that. <laughs> since, since, I don't know if it's true or not, but he hasn't been right, girl, since some, yeah. that STD drama. He
1: he been trying to make a comment. You know he was quiet for a while, but you know life goes on, girl. So he 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 out here trying to do a thing. Another singer, mm. singer Jaheem, So he was charged. Um, after they found dozens of dogs just really in varied stages of emaciation just not being fed poorly kept and so they found all these different animals at his New Jersey home so he's being charged so yeah I'm gonna give him a bless your heart but he deserves something worse you know you can't be like mistreating animals in America you know how
0: white folks love their they dogs my Lord, just remind me of Jason. You know, you know, Jason, uh, what is it? Was it Michael Myers that killed the dog and he ended up being a serial killer and crazy as fuck? That just reminds me of him. And I just don't understand why he up there had him in the basement. Was he trying to sell him? What was he like? He not <laughs> playing with the dogs. They're not protecting and serving the house. So what are the be dogs be, for? I don't know. He
1: couldn't be selling them. I feel like it was just some like sick stuff. Because who wants to buy a dog that looks like they're dying? I just feel like he was on some like sick, really sick, brutal
0: stuff. Yeah, I think he looked sick too. That, didn't that didn't that man look like he going through some shit? He on that on that shit. I think he on that <laughs> shit.
1: He probably is on it. You know, all them singers and artists, they be on something, girl. So mm-hmm. I'm not. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: So uh, number nine, I'm going to a uh, port up. You know, I you know, Boosie. Sometimes he, I don't really like him. Who oh, um, that is? But this bio topic that he got coming out seems like it's going to be a good bio topic. It seems like he's going to have some type of tea. It seems like it's going to have to be some humor because he's a funny dude, even though he got a lot of issues, you know, so. What is do the of, bio pick about? Like, I know Gary it's going to be about up. his life, hence the bio, but like, is girl, there any other premise or? It's probably like 50 Cent, Get Rich, Die, trying Master P. It's probably like him talking about him being poor. Uh, and okay. his ex- his life experiences and how he got to where he is today okay okay you know so it should be interesting All right. it looked like it's quality you know whoever uh filmed it it looks like it's up quality the trailer so we shall see well well
1: that's good he gave us many hits in college so right
0: he really did <laughs> i interviewed him in college too like i interviewed him and i'm gonna be real i asked this man and everybody was watching and I was just like, you know, you don't never talk about dark-skinned women. Do you not like dark-skinned women? Everybody was just like, what? Really? <laughs> like, wow. Yep. What did he, he say? He said, I do like dark-skinned women. I don't have anything against dark-skinned women. But, you know, light skin is just my preference. But I do like dark-skinned women. I was like, okay. Mm, I get it. to change on. Right. Um, so, number 10. So, number 10, I'm just going to close it out and uh, pour it up to Sickle Cell Awareness Month. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, 8 to 10% of African-Americans have the sickle cell trait. You know, sickle cell, they don't really get their shine. You know, people talk about all these other diseases, but they don't really talk about sickle cell as much. And I guess because it's like a, a black disease, it's not really a black disease, but mostly black people have a disease. That's why they don't really talk about it as much. Oh, absolutely. As much. absolutely.
1: If this was affecting white men or even more white gay men, Oh yeah, they would be fundraising. or oh, white women—that's really where the, where you get the money in. From. Well, white women, yeah, like <laughs> that's right. definitely where the money is. Is with white women illnesses.
0: Girls, oh Lord Jesus! All right, well, um, you know, shout out to everyone that's um being activists out there for um sickle cell. So that's going to bring us to our Southern Sound Off. So our Sound of Sound Off is where we just talk about different topics and give our grits perspective on the topic. So since Crystal used to live in New York and you yeah. currently live in the South now, so mm-hmm. me and my podcast co-host, Andrea, we always talk about like dating and our dating experiences um, in New York. And I want to ask you, since you know you left New York, and you have lived in other cities about your dating experience. So that's going to be our topic this week, everybody. Dating in NYC as well as in the North versus the South and other places. All so, right. I'm ready for this. So, All right, girl. I know you're ready, girl. <laughs> so with you, what are some like positives and negatives about dating in that NYC from your perspective and from your experience? So,
1: from my experience, and this is really what I love most about dating the men in New York, I feel like there's a true appreciation and love of Black women there. And I would even go as far as to say that the colorism there is not, is not as prevalent as some of the other places. Like, I would say, like, Miami is very much into colorism and um, non Black women, but I feel mm-hmm. like there is just like a, an appreciation
0: black women there and so that's where i felt the most loved <laughs> wait a minute um, in miami i'm trying to i'm trying to stop you you said miami got more colorism <laughs> and then in um new york yeah like colorism exists more in miami so like the
1: dudes in miami they're more into like oh light skin or hispanic or anyone that looks kind of like what they would say is like exotic so anything that's just not like not something that you would see on a music video
0: it basically is miami that's crazy girl i dated people from miami that's very interesting and even on your trips here you've never like experienced that is it just me i experienced racism you know i experienced racism in in visiting just this year visiting um, miami but i never experienced like colorism because the dudes that that took me out, you know, that they were from Miami, and they liked me, but it just could just be that they knew me from college. So Yeah,
1: I feel like if they know you, that's different, but I'm talking about, like, if you just, like, try to, like, go to, like, a club, and if you look around at, like, who everyone is trying to talk to, you can be, like, a beautiful black woman, but they're definitely trying to talk to um to the Spanish girls and especially the girls that got like a lot of work done so like Mm -hmm. there isn't any love for like just a natural body where I feel like that is strong too in New York just the love of just like a natural body without all the work done to it
0: that is hella
1: superficial
0: you know that's true about the natural body because I feel like in New York they just be talking to anybody anybody walking (laughs) out the street they just be complimenting but you know I feel like In Brooklyn, they appreciate black women, but I feel like, you know, I have been to, like, the Bronx. I don't feel like black women are appreciated. Why were you in the Bronx? Girl, I visited the (laughs) Bronx on the, you know, Spanish side of town. But I didn't feel like they they gave any love to black women. I feel like it was a little colorism up there. I don't
1: know. I don't even know why you was up there. So in the Bronx.
0: I, I feel like you did that to yourself. <laughs> I mean, in Brooklyn, they do show love. I ain't gonna lie. Brooklyn, Queens. They, I was they just gonna say love. Queens. They show love. Even Harlem, they show love in Harlem. Yeah. But you know, that's black. That's chocolate. They better be showing love in Harlem. You know, the yeah. Apollo. The Apollo Harlem. <laughs> love the black women in Harlem. And they stuff. do. They love their black women. What are your negatives about New York men? New York men like are broke. They're
1: broke and they're just looking for someone to come help them split the rent. A lot of them don't have like stable jobs. They're like always in between or doing a hustle. And it's just like, dude, can you just get a job that pays well? And just like, I, I get like, you're trying to chase your dream, but can you do that on the weekends? I don't know. Like they just broke
0: yeah girl that's my experience too girl it's like in the fine ones be the broke ones i'd be like damn <laughs> and it, at my job it would be like the ones that are short or the the ones that don't like the black girls at my job they be one of the white mm-hmm. girls or they want to the, and i'd be like damn they the ones with the good jobs yep. and then here i am the, the uh the dude on the street that i don't know what the fuck his job is be the main one that be trying to <laughs> holler at my ass but he'd be fine, though. He'd be fine. I met a lot of fine men walking
1: down the street. In they New York, be fine. But they, don't, they don't have no job. They don't, you know, If you that kind of woman that, you know, you don't mind taking care of a man and helping him on his hustle until he get up, that, that, that's your city. That's your <laughs> I city. Cannot, I
0: cannot. <laughs> now one thing I also, I, a negative to, for me about New York, men. I feel like they are very arrogant. I feel like they can be the ugliest nigga. And here his ass is thinking he up there, uh, Denzel Washington back in the day, thinking he eat just Elba. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> you ain't nothing but Biggie Smiles. So if you don't have several seats, like, I was yeah. just in New York, girl. I was just in New York. Like, most of these New York niggas, to me, they couldn't compete against Houston niggas. But they just be so cocky, so filling themselves. I got a homeboy, girl, uh-huh. built so bad. He built, girl, he built like a Teddy Graham girl and he, his ass be up there. Like, Oh, I only talk tens. I only date 10. Mm. I'm like, these mm. New York women just giving them chances. They be giving these men, these ugly men. Yeah. Chances. But it's
1: like, it's something about the confidence, you know, like a confident man is just a little bit more attractive, you know, and you go so far. just like, I say this to myself. I'm like, man, if I only had the confidence sometimes of a man, the things that I could do. So right. that confidence go far, go far. Right. And swag
0: too. So they yeah. they are the best dresses. I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. I haven't met nobody that can compete against a New York man yep. with his yep. dress game. For yep. real. And also, mm-hmm. like, you know, a positive, I feel like they love like southern women and they like they just like I don't understand. It's like we just are everything to New York men. I just do not get it. <laughs> uh I don't know.
1: I I have that experience, but but I can no, but I feel like maybe I was just hung around a lot of Caribbean people. Where it just didn't really matter. Mm-hmm. And Southern women have really amazing bodies. I would say that. Like, I feel like a lot of the women up north just they can't even compete with the body of a woman from the south.
0: Yeah, you know that's so crazy because I be thinking that too. And then a lot of my fr- my ex friends or whatever up north, they got they got surgery. They got their ass done. They got their bodies done. People in the South got their asses done too. But my friends, they got like natural bodies in the South. They look good.
1: Oh like, yeah, absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Like most bad body women to me are in Chicago. Oh, oh shit. We gonna talk about Chicago. <laughs> okay. So speaking of Chicago, so, you know, so since you lived in Chicago, mm-hmm. what is your experience dating like Chicago men and how do you compare them with New York men? Cause they always act like Chicago and New York is the same shit.
1: No, Chicago, New York, not even, not even close. Like New York, has like an entire like, first of all, New York is a vibe. And I'm going to rep New York any day over Chicago. But the problem with Chicago is Chicago is cold, very extremely, extremely, extremely cold, not like New York cold, because I thought it was going to be the same thing when I moved to Chicago. But Chicago is like on some next level cold. Mm. And so people are indoors a lot longer. So that means the cup season is hella long. And then the time before that is just like people just out here. But the problem is in chicago is chicago is still a very very segregated city mm. and so tasha you came to chicago and you saw like when i was like living in like the downtown part of the yeah. uh, chicago it's nothing but white people around right and then all the black people are in the south but there isn't like a spot that you go to like i was there for four years and i'm like yeah what's the spot that black people hang out and there's no spot where if i'm just like coming to new york and i'm like living in new york i'm like yo tasha where we go this weekend, you know, you can go, oh, let's go to Bedvine. Let's go to, I don't know, Voodoo's still popping or even still open, but that was a spot over there in Bedside. Like, there's so many places you can go and meet mm. Black people where that doesn't exist in Chicago. When I would ask people, like, how do you meet people? And they're like, oh, you just got to go to somebody's house and go to a house party. Or oh, something. hell like, no. Nah. They, they cheap,
0: girl. They cheap.
1: <laughs> it's not even cheap. It's just, there's no spot for Black people to go to. Like, they're, like, even if they open up, like, a cool spot in the South, like, after a while, it start popping, like, real, like, gunshots popping, not popping. Oh, but, Lord. So, like, there's just no place to, like, meet them. I didn't enjoy dating. And then the only other person that I dated, you excused me to, and you know how well that went. Oh, Lord. So, New York all day over Chicago all day.
0: So, what has been, like, your craziest Chicago dating experience since you say that it's it's a hot mess out there?
1: It is. So I went on a dating site because I'm like, all right, I'm not coming across anybody. So I go on a dating site and I meet this guy. and This was like my second week in Chicago. So he's like, Oh, do you want to meet up for drinks after work? And I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. He's like, okay, meet me at Benny's. Now I'm new to Chicago. I'm thinking Benny's is a bar. So I put it into Uber Benny's. He tells me which Benny's and I go there and I pull up and it's a liquor store. And I get out the car and I called him. I'm like, yeah, Benny's liquor store. He's like, yeah, I know. I'm just saying we can grab some drinks and like, you know, dr- have a um a few drinks in my car. And I'm like, damn, I'm already dressed. I'm out. So you know, I had a drink in his car, or whatever, girl. But mm, you only live
0: once, girl. Uh, <laughs> you only live once, but a New York dude would never, never. Yeah, they definitely gonna take you out there for drinks. That's all they wanna do in New York. Let's go to a bar. Let's go to right. drinks. Drink, drink. well, let's go to a bar. Why well, we gotta drink out of this Dixie Cup in the parking lot of benny's Oh, they so low class, girl. Ooh, girl, boy. very low class. Very girl. I don't understand, girl. You be uh any- every time I go out of town, I be meeting Chicago niggas. They be spending all this money, girl. They don't act like they're that cheap, but maybe just in Chicago, girl. And that was
1: just that guy that was cheap. I'm not saying that they're cheap. That was my worst dating story. So mm-hmm. I've gone out with them and they're very generous, you know, but mm-hmm. I feel like New York dudes are generous too. Like I don't really remember ever having to go out with a guy and wondering like who's going to cop check, you know? Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think they're both very gener- generous. Um, It's just that in New York, you can meet any someone anywhere. You can meet them on the train. You can meet them um at any of those good spots. Like there's just like, so many opportunities to meet people whereas in Chicago the opportunity just isn't there
0: All right see like I have had some other I haven't had any Midwest dating experiences but I have visited Philadelphia and I have visited Um, what do you call it D.C.? Uh, Mm -hmm. DC is like my city girl. I love some damn DC girl. DC is
1: poppin' girl. I be on the. I be on my um
0: hinge in DC girl, and they got some nice men in D.C. Girl, so like my experiences in those places, they always you know compare you know Philly, New York, and all that. You know, I guess the personality and shit like that. You know, you know Philly dudes are really nice. They just Mm -hmm. a little. You know, I don't not saying all of them a little slow, but you know, I had one (laughs) slow experience. (laughs) Um, but this man was fun. This man took me to like five different spots. And then he talked about, oh, let's get something to eat. Like, because we went to drink, 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 drink. Yeah. Let's get something to eat. And he took me to Applebee's. And I'm like, Lord Jesus, I just felt some type of way, y'all. I just, I, th- I, I don't, don't fuck know, with Applebee's, girl. You I, like,
1: I, no, I don't fuck with Applebee's either. But I feel like, depends on where you live, there isn't like all these nice, cool, trendy spots that you can go to in Brooklyn, in Chicago. So people really be on like that like on that type of like fast food chain kind of kind of place. Like they would take the, spend... the
0: Applebee's girl. Long I long mean, long long. Long. a
1: lot of people really like Applebee's. Don't they have like that that who, who the fuck like Applebee's? I don't know girl, but don't
0: they have that thing where it's like appetizer meal for like twelve ninety nine or something? Every time I think of Applebee's, I think of roaches. Applebee's to me is, is worse than a Waffle House. I'd rather go to the damn Waffle House than Applebee's. Right, right. Just nasty. I can't do oh. none of
1: those chain restaurants. All of that stuff just tastes like it just came straight out of the microwave, but that's just being
0: spoiled in New York and just getting like good authentic food. Right. And then I dated... You know, a dude in D.C. I dated like a couple dudes in D.C. Girl, it's a whole nother experience. Dudes in D.C. I mm-hmm. just feel like they money is unlimited. I feel like everybody oh, yeah. got good jobs out there. They do have
1: good jobs, girl. Everyone I was talking to, they were like, "So when can we meet up?" I'm
0: this. I'm like, "Oh damn, I don't even live. I'm in Miami." Yeah. <laughs> I went to visit that place, and this literally is my first. You know, this it wasn't my first time, but it's my first mm-hmm. time meeting this man. Right? Mm-hmm. I met him at the club. And I didn't remember his name because I, w- I went through my phone the next day because I was like, I want to go on a date because my homegirl booed up. The bitch got yeah. me on this fucking trip and her ass want to be booed up when I came yeah. on the trip because her ass. So I was like, I need to be booed I didn't go on a date. So I go through my phone. I, I actually took the man's wrong name down. So I-, <laughs> I called him. Down I don't care. Like, I was like, Kevin. He was like, this is not fucking Kevin. I was like, Brian. He was like, this is not Brian. I was like, Derek. You so bad, like, girl. Why are you just sitting and to man? <laughs> and he was like, damn, that's not my name. My name is Cliff. I'm like, OK. <laughs> I was like, "Um, well, what you what you up to? And He was like, you want to go out? I'm like, cool. This man did not give a fuck. Like, girl, I go out. I'm in a section. Like, he come down. It was so sexy, man. So he came outside and the, uh-huh. and the council was like, oh, you got to still pay for her to get in. The nigga paid for me to get in. I get in the section, bottles for days, didn't know this nigga. But he had girls in the section, so I felt a little comfortable. This nigga Mm -hmm. was like, oh, let's go to another spot. We go to another spot, go to another spot. I felt like this nigga spent a good $500 on my ass. He just met me, didn't know me. Mm. And that's just on me. Yeah, nah. Dudes in um, D.C., they
1: have really good jobs. So, like, he got that disposable income to waste like that.
0: That was my little spot, girl, because they show me so much love out there. You know, they love <laughs> black women out there. Too. They do. They just do. Like, just like New York, like, they love black women. I feel like they love black women more in D.C. It's more no chocolate. I, you know, I call it a chocolate that. city. I, I can believe that because a few days
1: I spent there, I was already, like, going out on dates, and I was like, man, I just got here. So, yeah, uh-huh. they
0: definitely showing black women love there. That's, that's definitely my city. That's so. a good spot. That's a good spot for sure. So what has been your experiences dating in the South and describe like a typical Southern guy to you? Like, I
1: think Southern guys, um, there's like a charm about them and it depends on like what, what is South, right? Cause like I'm in Miami and geographically it's the South, but it's also not really the South. You know, it's not like dating a man from like North Carolina where there's like a Southern charm and a Southern kindness and a gentlemanness about them. So I would say like that part of it doesn't exist in Miami. And that's what's unique about Miami because you, Miami also has just like a lot of Caribbeans. It has a lot of Spanish. And so it isn't like that true, what I think of Southern, I'm thinking about like African-American or just like white Americans, like that really isn't here as much. So I think, that's what's different about Miami. But like from dating someone just like, um, cause I spend a lot of time in North Carolina and those guys, they're just really charming. They're sweet. They pull your chair out. Like they do all the things that, that really somewhere along the line in this feminist movement we thought that it was okay for us to do all this stuff ourselves and it's like no like I want about that girl not me girl the same people who burn the bras it's like hello can you just let him just do everything please girl. like i don't want to be independent all the time please Shit, so I'm not that's what
0: i that love life. about them where new york niggas like you're gonna be independent you definitely got to be independent because it's so damn expensive. Shit. Mm-hmm. I asked a dude to uh, change my curtains. I moved, I first moved into my last apartment and the soup couldn't get in. So I needed curtains up and he was like six, five or whatever, six something. This uh-huh. dude was literally complaining, putting my curtains up. I'm like, bruh, like, I would never have that problem with a southern nigga. Okay. no. Nope, I'll, I'll nope. come and put your curtains up. I'll come and change right. light bulbs. Right. I'll change everything. <laughs> what are, what, your car, your car get fucked up. i help you change the flat tire. I'll right. You right. definitely, you gotta be independent, girl, because niggas yeah. in New York, they be wanting you to Uber to them. It's like, yeah. Yeah.
1: and it's like, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to be independent. Can you be the man, please? But you have like, I feel like I've heard a lot of good stories about dating in Houston and I've, I've only been there like a few times just for like a wedding and a bachelorette party. So I haven't experienced them in there, but like, how are they? Like, I feel like there should still be some Southern charm there, right?
0: You know, it's so funny because all my Houston uh, friends be talking shit about Houston niggas, but they mm-hmm. only talk shit because they feel like these niggas is players. But the thing is, niggas everywhere is players. So they be like, oh, we want to we wanna see how a New York man is. First of all, niggas in every city is going to be players. The mm-hmm. only thing good about southern niggas is they're fine. Like like Houston niggas, I can go out. Like, I always go to Fifty Fifteen on Sundays. And mm-hmm. I have never been in one spot in New York where all the niggas be fine. And, like, literally every Sunday, every Sunday, I would go to 5015 here and I'd be like, damn, everybody fine, everybody fine. The cops are fine, everybody fine. New York, you ain't gonna see that shit. That's true. It's hit or miss. It's hit or miss. Or is that one
1: fine nigga that's no he fine that's making his way around? Yeah, it's hit or miss. And, but you know, then what about like their their money situation?
0: Most of these men got good jobs. I got my homegirls' homeboys that got money. It's just like different because. I remember when I first came out here last year from COVID, because I've been out here for like a year now, but like mm-hmm. a little bit over a year from COVID, and my homegirl introduced me to some of her homeboys. These people did not even know me worth a can of paint. Girl, these niggas had me in their sections. They was up there, and they so friendly up here with their section. Even the females are friendly with they shit, friendly with the hookah, sharing the hookah. <laughs> then you sit down and shit. It's just so weird. It was, just, it was a culture shock to me. And it's uh, when these girls just like, you want some of the hookah? I was like, girl, you even know me? This is so random. Like, this will never happen in New York. Bitches ain't gonna let me smoke their hookah in New York. Like, yeah, like, So niggas out here, it's just like I, one of my home girls, homeboy didn't know me. She wasn't even there. He saw me at an event. We outside. Mm-hmm. Everybody outside just vibing. This nigga literally goes by a bottle. Comes to the table, drop off the bottle. and like, hey, y'all can have this. I'm out. I was like what? Wow. <laughs> I was That's like, Southern hospitality right wow. there. Cause in New York, that shit don't happen in New York. Like my cousin, she had a crazy experience when she first moved to New York. So she was like dating this nigga, like talking to this dude or whatever. And he was just like, Oh, meet me at this spot or whatever. Mm-hmm. So my cousin is like, she's looking at the line. She's like, it's a long line. I got heels. I'm kind of tired. So I'm going to see if the niggas got a section. So she was like, hey, do you get a section? Or like, what are we going to are we gonna be standing up? I just need to know. This nigga called her a bird. He was like, that's Ooh. a bird shit. Why the fuck you asking me about a section? But you know, know, niggas, you know niggas in New York cannot
1: afford that shit, girl. He was probably just mad. Like, you know I got to pay 2500 for my rent. What the hell are you talking about a section? Niggas in Houston, they paying $500 for their rent.
0: <laughs> like let's be real i was looking at houses i was like man i can give me a mansion 250. girl you can but you know you gotta make sure it's not in a water zone girl because shit be flooded out that girl what is or not
1: not, where you gonna get in new york for 250 tell me nothing where?
0: nothing Cause i was just looking at zillow to to uh today actually i was looking at long island girl cause i was like okay let me even look outside girl you ain't gonna get shit for. Mm-hmm. it's gonna be like six seven hundred thousand yeah, that, that ain't even gonna be renovated. It ain't even gonna look nice. Right. My friend's a CRNA, and she just moved up there, and she's looking to buy a house.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, it was eight hundred and fifty-seven square feet for seven hundred thousand dollars. I'm like, girl. She's like, what do you think? I'm like, girl, this is the size of somebody's apartment. Like, she married? They want to charge you um close to a million for this.
0: Is she married? No, she's single. Wait, how much money does this bitch got to afford almost a million-dollar house? Well, you know, CRN, CRNAs, they're
1: um, nurse anesthetists, so they're doctors of nursing, so they make oh, a lot of money. Oh. They make 200000 plus
0: Oh, okay.
1: Okay, that makes yeah. sense
0: then. So she can afford that then.
1: Oh, she can afford that, but it's just like... Why would you want to do that? Like, why would you want to spend seven hundred? dollars She can be a nurse
0: anywhere. Why Why she just don't want to move back to the South? You can be a nurse anywhere, girl. A nurse of a hospital, you know, she's the head of the nurses. She can do that job anywhere in the medical field. You she but not, well, not, not every anywhere. place pay like that, you know? Yeah. Because they
1: don't pay nurses nothing in Florida, like, at all. Because right mm-hmm. now there's, like, a shortage because nurses are just taking the travel
0: assignments just yeah. to get more money. Shit, I would. I would, too, in a loyalty. These niggas making, these nurses out here making ten grand a week. I know, Um, girl. I'll be gone so fast, girl. I'll be
1: right here at every COVID floor. Mm Mm-hmm. And she was having issues, like, dating in Miami. And she's a beautiful, like, dark-skinned, tall, um, gorgeous body, just gorgeous girl. And she mm -hmm. was having difficulties down here. And I was like, girl, the minute you go to New York, you're going to get snatched right up. She wasn't even there for, like, three months. And niggas just like, yo... I need you to, can we be in a relationship? Can we do this? I'm like, he's trying to get you off the market, girl. Wait, they asked her for a relationship, girl. Why well, I can't get that in New York, girl? I be in these home like you niggas. you get that, Tasha, girl, but you be trying these dudes for real, for real. Like, I, some be stories, I be stories, I'm like, Tasha, you ain't had to say that to that man. You ain't had to do that to that
0: man. So you think it was me,
1: girl? You think I'm the problem <laughs> in New York?
0: I'm not saying you the problem, girl. I'm just saying sometimes it's a little bit of you, girl. It's a little of you. Uh, And I feel like my dad's a Southern man. So I just be, like, looking at how he treat my mom and looking at shit yeah. like that. And I be like, oh, I want yeah. my man, my husband be like this. And I be being these New York niggas, and I be like, these niggas ain't planning shit night. They don't plan shit for me. They want me to uh, figure out where to go. And I'm like, this shit's stressful. Like, this shit ain't going to work out. And that's why I just be bumping heads with their asses because they be lazy. Or they hit you up at the last minute. It's, like, literally 8 o'clock, like, you want to get drinks, sir. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, And that's I'm not. True. I'm like the type of woman that I need a day. I need two days in advance, you know, at least a day in advance, <laughs> so I can figure out what outfit I'm gonna wear because so I want to go looking crazy. But you know, no. New York—that's the culture. New York people don't give a fuck about what they look like like that. Bitches will go yeah. out of the house with their hair looking crazy, especially in Brooklyn with their hair it's looking crazy. A it's yeah, the style. It's the style. In New York. No makeup. Yeah. I went on a date just recently in New York from my ex or whatever. Girl, this nigga got so upset with me because I, I got off the plane and I just wanted to do a last minute curl to my hair mm-hmm. and just freshen up my makeup. And it took a little while to get to his ass. And he was like, why? Why you have to put on fucking makeup? Like, I don't get it. Why you have to be all extra? I'm like, damn, nigga. A southern nigga is going to appreciate this beauty. I, 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 I took time to curl this hair. Put but I I,
1: but I, I, said them. this earlier. I said New Yorkers, they like the natural beauty. Like, they don't need all that. They do. Because all they want to know is can you help them with they rent?
0: <laughs> I cannot. I cannot help you with they rent. That's true, girl. That They don't really give a fuck about all that oh, shit. My God. They rent high, girl. They need a roommate. So what has been your worst and your best experience um, going back to New York man? dating New York man.
1: My best experience is like, I've my first love was in New York. Like, um, I was 25, walking the streets of Brooklyn, having the time of my life, and then I just saw this guy and um, smiled at him. And next thing I know, in true New York style, you know, they'd be chasing women down. He pulled mm-hmm. his car over and ran me, chased me down the street. And we had an amazing summer. And it was literally, like, things that you see, like, in a movie. Like, every day to me, it was, like, music playing in the background. It was just amazing. And then... After six months, he was just like, "Nah, I want to do this no more." Broke my heart, girl. I listened to Adele straight for like three months, girl, just crying in my room. Like, didn't mm. did I give it all?
0: You think that's the culture, girl? Because so many women out there in New York, they just be like, "Okay, all right, well." On to yeah, the
1: next. I think so. There's a lot of it's a lot of women. I feel like you know, after after any amount of time, anybody becomes old, you know. So it was on to the next girl, but. It was an
0: amazing love story while it lasted those six months. Girl, I had love stories, too, girl. Well, I'm still, you know, fucking with this nigga, though. But um, I met him. I met him. You know, we talk about the natural stuff. I met him Mm -hmm. with no makeup on. I had no makeup. My hair was looking crazy. I had a flat tire. When I first moved to New York, I had a car. Just Mm -hmm. sweating, soaking sweat. He changed my tire. And he asked for my number. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... I'm like, okay, whatever. You can have my number, or whatever. I'm looking crazy. So I kept curbing him, curbing him, curbing him, mm-hmm. curbing him. I left New York and I told this nigga, I was like, hey, bro, I'm not moving back to New York. I'm not coming back to New York. Why do you keep bothering me? He's like, well, I just <laughs> yeah. wanted to get to know you. I want to talk to you. Nigga, I'm not coming back to New York. <laughs> I moved back to New York and I was like, damn, maybe I should hit this nigga up because he was bothering me. And I hit him yeah. up and then me and him just been back and forth for years, girl. I don't know, he like a real nigga. I haven't really met a lot of, like, attractive, fine, attractive black men in New York like that, like, personally. I have, but they just, you know, this man is a blessed black man, girl. He Jamaican, girl, you know, and Nigerian. Yeah, Jamaican
1: men are a problem. But, but you know, he okay, blessed in
0: certain ways, girl. He blessed in certain ways, if you know what I mean, you know? Mm-hmm. And- he was very charming, girl,
1: at first. that's that's That was the Jamaican man I was telling you about, girl, so... I was oh, like following your story. It was like, oh, oh. And then I was like, oh Lord, he's Jamaican. Oh gosh.
0: Oh, see, that's why he probably be acting up too, girl. Girl, they love that
1: girl. It's all about the thrill and
0: the chase for them, girl. Stay away from Jamaican man, girl. Girl, I had this nigga outside in the rain, girl. One time I was like, <laughs> I don't fuck with you no more. I'm not fucking with you. This nigga was outside the rain. Like, I don't know if you saw uh Coming to America, Lisa ex-boyfriend. Oh yeah. With the bear curl. <laughs> and he was in the window with the rain. That's how that nigga was. Oh my gosh! So you say y'all still kick it though? Yeah,
1: or, yeah, we, Okay, so that's, that's your, what your I just want. That's your fallback. Like, what's the plan Yeah,
0: here? girl. Cause I don't know. Like, you know, I hope he ain't listening to shit, girl. Shit. Because that's just like my backup. You know, I'm still out here dating and stuff like that. So if I'm not gonna stop my future husband from finding my ass, but if he so happened to be my future husband, I'm gonna pray. Cause you said he Jamaican, girl. You said I gotta be, you know, woman, stuff from Jamaicans. So I just pray that he gonna be a good husband, girl. We girl, pray I, pray, so, I
1: pray too, girl. I really, really
0: do, girl, because them Jamaicans ain't easy, girl. Mm. So what's your worst dating story, living in New York? So my worst dating experience actually
1: wasn't in New York. Um, It wasn't even in the U.S. for that. Like, I had decided that I was, like, done with Chicago, and I was going to move to Paris, so I moved there. And I got on some dating sites, joined a couple, like, expat groups abroad and like language exchange, exchange programs so i met a lot of men and all of them that i met were horrible french guys just want to fuck, okay but they were all the same like they would take me out and they would buy me just one one drink and maybe mm-hmm. they'd they'll already be like oh so you want to go back to my apartment it's like sir like you bought me one drink like that is like that's not how this works but All of them, they just like don't see an issue with sex there. And it's just like, it's like a handshake to them. And so girl, eventually I was just like, I can't date anybody here because I didn't come over here to be a thought. Like, I'm sorry.
0: It's just the culture.
1: It's their culture. So like, I met a lot of people because they did really like the fact they were like, oh, you're from America. And then, oh, you're Jamaican. Like, you know, they don't really come across a lot of like Jamaicans there or, um, Mm -hmm. and they really like American culture. And so that part made me meet them easily. But the whole sex part, that's them. Like, they can have sex with, like, a coworker and go to work like nothing. They told me that Americans take sex too serious. Oh, wow. Mm. Yeah. I thought that it was just, like, a one-off thing. And the more dates I went on after one drink, I was like, so uh, we can go now? And I'm like, excuse me? I didn't get an appetizer. Nothing. Mm -mm. And you know, liquor there is hella cheap how they be getting married then? I'd be confused, girl. girl. Because the, other, the women there are okay with it. Like, it was only weird to me because I'm an outsider. Everybody there is completely fine with it. The women are fine with it and the men are fine with it. It was a me thing and a cultural thing. It had nothing to do with them. That's their way of life. And I'm telling you, I went on a lot of dates and they're all the same. Mm. Yeah, girl.
0: You think know, they be trying to the smash quick in New York either? No, they at least buy me a, a dinner yeah, they don't yeah, just buy me, okay. or two drinks,
1: three. Get me drunk. Don't have me up here sober talking about coming back to your apartment so we can fuck. Like, excuse me?
0: Mm.
1: Like this one guy literally got mad and cursed me out when he dropped me off and I told him no, he couldn't come upstairs. I was like, first of all, I thought you were gay because you wrote a guy in Paris. Um, you wrote a gay in Paris instead of a guy in Paris. I'm like, you have this language barrier. And I only went out with you because I thought you were gay. And I thought it was going to be cool that you could, like, I can hang out with a gay guy. And now you're dropping me home at the end of the night and you're cuss, cussing me out because I won't let you come upstairs.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Fix it, geez.
1: Like, even when my, I was thinking um, after I came back to the U.S., I was like, oh, maybe I'll move back to New York. But I'm, like, looking on Instagram. I'm, like, these same niggas that's going to the same party. Dude, you 40 right now. Like, why are you in a party, like, really flexing right now? Like, why have you not, like, settled down? Like, you think that how of yourself? So, I don't know, friends. Something in the New York water, girl. Like are that. people in New York getting married like that?
0: I don't know. You know, my podcast co-host, uh, Drea G, said a lot of – she know a lot of people married. I don't know nobody married. And the people that I know that's married, their marriages don't look right um, in New York City.
1: Yeah, I don't know anybody married in New York. I know everybody I know that's married is in the South or the Midwest. Like, I I, I thought you just like become domestic
0: partners in New York. You said domestic partners. I I wonder why the niggas don't want to get married in New York. Is it too expensive? I'll save money with taxes. I just don't get it. I
1: don't. You get a a roommate, you get to have a one-bedroom with a roommate to split it, like... I don't understand what the maybe it's the choices that's available there, but it doesn't make any sense to me because You think they not find
0: love? The niggas ain't can't find love. You think No, I think don't? they find
1: love. Like I know this one guy, and I feel like he's fallen in love many times, but he just enjoys being a bachelor. Mm. Or he doesn't allow love to come in. You know the type of guys that's hung up over something a girl did to them 10 years ago, and then you ask them what it is, and you like nigga, that's what you mad about. Mm. I want to know about your worst dating
0: experience, girl, because I feel like you got some stories out here that we're not hearing. The Worst dating experience in New York City? Um, Actually, I feel like my worst dating experience was in in New York. It was in uh, Houston. But I talked Mm -hmm. about that on the podcast before. I talked about how I dated the scammer and how that nigga literally, he was cool. (laughs) Like, he was cool. When I first met him, the nigga had me from place to place and I was living my best life. And then one spot, I noticed that he didn't pay. So uh-huh. I'm like, hey, you wanna pay the bartender? And he was like, uh, nah, sh- I know them, we good. And I was like, hey, I don't think that nigga really knew them, but I was like, I am <laughs> about to pay this check. Shit, so we about to Bonnie and Clyde this bitch, be out this bitch, right? Yeah. So we out or whatever. And then he was like, I'm coming to New York. I'm like, cool, man, he was fun, you know, in the South. And so he came to New York. This nigga brought the, he brought this girl that I noticed in Houston. I was in her section, brought her to New York. The girl was me mugging me the whole time. We found out that he was fucking the girl. I didn't give a fuck because he wasn't my mm-hmm. nigga. But the girl didn't like, she, she was mad at me because he invited me out. And turns out the girl paid for his trip to New York. So he scammed the girl. So he was scamming bitches from city to city. Then I found out that he scammed my cousin, her, her cousin that lived in uh-huh. Chicago. So this nigga was scamming bitches all over and oh, he was getting money wait. from them, girl. Not my oh, He was getting money from them? He just, you talking about stealing somebody's
1: credit card? Oh, no, girl, he know.
0: was a scammer, girl. No, oh, yes, girl, he was a scammer. girl. I'm not here
1: in Miami, this is a real scammer. He ain't, scamming you know, is your car warranty is going up for expiration. Call it snow. Girl, he was scamming bitches because
0: he was getting that money, girl. He was getting all girl, that that, money.
1: that sound like that nigga was being a, a sugar, like, getting taken care of. sugar baby. Okay?
0: A sugar, a sugar baby. Girl. That's what that not like. Me and y'all, they mad. Girl, that nigga. That was like my <laughs> worst dating experience. Like in New York, I had crazy dating stories. Like right. I dated this dude right. that was a part of 50 Cent Entourage. The entourage, <laughs> girl, like that
1: ass. I, How you prove that he
0: was part of the entourage? You saw girl, him in pictures with it, yeah. Yeah, all his Instagram pictures were with it. girl, um. and he was like, The nigga was hyping him stuff up. He was like, I live in a mansion, you know. I'm, girl, rich. I'm, I'm very sweet. rich, he live in somebody's basement, girl. I, I know I pulled up, girl. Uh, me and a friend at the time, we pulled up to this nigga um, mansion because he was like, "Yeah, we are gonna have a party, blah blah blah." We show up in there, we the only two people there, yeah, him and his homeboy. And I pull up, and it's the dirty ass mansion that I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, sorry, how does a mansion? And y'all don't even clean the fucking mansion. And then I saw, <laughs> so we in the neighborhood when we was driving in the neighborhood before we even got in the mansion. It was, it was all uh-huh. legit mansions, beautiful homes, beautiful huh. homes, Lexus's, Mercedes. We pull up to this nigga house. It is 20 Honda Civics in the driveway. Toyota Camrys. I was like, oh, shit. Hey, yeah. It's a, <laughs> a roommate situation. All these niggas, it's the whole entourage in this fucking Everybody house.
1: Everybody's running out the house. Cause I was just about to say, I didn't even you know entourage get paid. I thought they just got to have a good time. Like, you know, you get to drink the drinks for them. Get the food.
0: I didn't know there was actual money to be made. Girl, so we get in the house, girl. It's so dirty, girl. It's dirty. They got like a hundred thousand shoes lined up when you walk in the door. And I was oh, like, what gosh. The fuck? Sometimes they of them people that want you to take your shoes off even though they her
1: house dirty. Like yes, girl, no, yes, no. girl. Mm-hmm.
0: And that Mm-mm. nigga was so rude to me, girl, because I didn't really want to fuck with him. So like on Instagram, he sent me. Um, he told me that I'm difficult and he thought I was a a, a real woman and shit like that. And he going to send me pictures of like designer bags that he bought another bitch. And he was like, this is what I buy. This is what I buy females that act right. And I was just oh, like, please. I'm looking at this shit and I'm like, niggas, you buying females this, but you ain't buying and paying for your maids to clean up that damn house. All right. Look, and you ain't upgrading pro- your car from that Honda Civic. I'm like your priorities are messed up, sir. This designers versus cleanliness, sir. Fix it, Jesus. Get it right, sir.
1: Girl, see another problem.
0: No real job. An entourage is not a job. What's the best job and the worst job of a man that you dated in New York?
1: Best job was an engineer. Um, he had a lot of a lot of income, and he also was like a party promoter. Um, him and his friends, they, they were just starting then, but now they're like a really, really big deal um, in like the Caribbean community. So he by far had the best job because then I got it to all the parties and then he just had money flowing. The worst job was this guy that I don't even know if he was trying to do art or something like but not like painting, just like drawing cartoons or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you do with the cartoon drawings anymore. Um, so he was just always broke and then he was just broke down in general. He had then slipped and fell on ice in somebody's Ooh. sidewalk. And I'm like, no. Oh, yeah, I'm like, dude, you dumb, you six foot three, you big as hell. Why the hell did you get up? You lay there, get the ambulance to come and then like, you know, get yourself together. So he was just broke down, girl, physically and just like it just financially just broke oh, down.
0: Fix it, Jesus. Lord. Fix
1: it. Lord. I hope his back is better, girl. I and mean, that's another thing with tall men, girl. They always got back pain. So you gotta be mm. thinking about that too.
0: Mm. That's a lot of health insurance bill when they get older, Lord Jesus. Mm.
1: <laughs> girl, and then they can't do nothing. Think about it. The back is where the motion is, girl. So oh. you're going to be doing a lot of the, the work.
0: They had, like, the best job. He worked in IT. He was, like, some IT director of some shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know. He had a good-ass job. His job, and he had inherited wealth. So his parents owned a building. Mm, that in Brooklyn. old money. Yes. So they left. They went to Haiti, let him run the building. Mm-hmm. So he ended up, I don't know if he sold the building, but he got a, a he moved upstate, Got bought a house, and then he bought, like, a couple of, Property, so Mm -hmm. like he had real money, but he wasn't shit because he was just like he wasn't like reliable. Like I remember, I had my wisdom teeth pulled. I had like four, three wisdom teeth pulled. So all I asked for the nigga to do one thing because I forgot to get food. Like Mm -hmm. my dumbass forgot Mm -hmm. to go get food. I asked him to drop off two cans of soup because I didn't feel like going to the store because you know. a Simple request. Yeah, yeah. This nigga's like, I got you. I got you. So hours roll by i'm like where the fuck is this nigga at i look on snapchat this nigga up there uh popping <laughs> bottles like dancing and shit outside at the club <laughs> when i told you i cussed this nigga out i cussed him the fuck girl, out and he, he know had what he had no wrong.
1: shame
0: no like, shame I didn't, I didn't see what i did wrong sir you know what not reliable ca- this is two cans of soup and you up here flexing on snapchat girl too. I mean you could have and he didn't get my never got my vagina. His dumb ass could have got vagina. All he had to do was bring some <laughs> $2.99 soup. I was like, oh, he really cared. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> girl, that man. man probably had a lot, a lot, a lot of options, girl. He's like, I gotta pop the right. bottle.
1: I don't got time for
0: no soup. And then he be hitting me up to now, years later, this nigga be hitting me up talking about I ain't no good woman in New York, you know, where the woman, the ladies at, that cater towards that man. Nigga, well, you could have got a fresh milk if you
1: bought me some soup. <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him that, girl? Because sometimes we don't be letting these niggas know, girl. We need to let them know. Next time I'm going to let his ass know. You Shit, need I'm to let stuff. him know. And I'm surprised you ain't let him know, girl. You need Get to let ass. him know. And remind him of that day that he didn't bring the soup and you had your wisdom tooth taken out. You gotta get over it, girl, because I feel like you then came across a lot of good men, and
0: just because they short, you automatically cross them off the list. I know that these short... I don't know why the fuck they want tall women. I don't know why they don't try to aim for people your height. Oh, why are you girl, trying they to try aim for so my height? Try They're trying to break the cycle of shortness, girl. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm like, I'm trying to give
1: my kids a fighting chance. If I'm 5'2", I can't date somebody that's 5'2", five 5'5". Five five. What the hell?
0: My kids are gonna, for sure, my, be little people. My, my kids not gonna be tall. I'm, I'm gonna be... My daddy ain't tall. I, I'm tall as a female, but I'm not, like, crazy tall. But my daddy ain't tall. My brother's short. My brother's shorter than me. The, well, that's so, why you shouldn't have no problem being a short man then. See that? No, see no, the old no. Old... I rebuke <laughs> thee. I want my kids to have chances in life. I want my tall sons to be in some type of sport. You know, baseball, soccer. Girl, the
1: sports ain't where it's at, girl. Okay, soccer, so, girl, they, they make money. Shot. You,
0: them,
1: no, you, you need put to put tell your soccer. son, your short son, to be an engineer, because that's where it's at. You give me a short engineer
0: any day. But it, that's a hard job girl and by job. short i mean like five eight short not oh like five, hell no nah. i don't want no damn five five that's like close to my height that's my height that's my girl you just need to wear more
1: flats girl first of all
0: we all get an old girl after a
1: while them knees not the same and you're not gonna be wearing them heels and you're gonna be right here in some flip-flops and you guys are gonna look real cute together as the same height
0: i am disgusted <laughs> I heard they beat your ass because they got the sh- A short man. Oh,
1: no, you can't beat me. We fighting. I'm getting my taste. I'm getting my pepper spray. Like, you're not going to beat me. You be short. You got to be like where I'm scared of you. That same protector man that you talking about. That's who got to beat me. I'm sorry. I heard to be
0: angry and shit all damn time because they have been be fighting the whole world because they short girl. they at <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> that is not
1: true. Chris Brown will the ass and he's six, too.
0: Girl, but he had mental illness, girl. That's different. Girl,
1: girl he had no mental illness. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think he you no made your shit up. That's different. You don't have no mental illness. You're just going friend, girl. What about Tori? To
0: but, but Tori Lane shooting bitches. He didn't shoot that bitch. And then Bow oh, <laughs> Wow, bow wow, I heard he beat up a whole bunch of women.
1: Girl, they would die. I can't have Bow Wow beating me up. I'm sorry, Bow Wow. We got to fight because ain't no way in hell.
0: All righty. So, this this is going to bring us to our grits pick of the week. I us going to give a shout out to um, Jamila, who just recently got married. She's from Atlanta. She is the founder of Brooklyn Tea, which is a tea spot, which is really well known in Brooklyn in bed style, actually. And she just got married. And it was featured in Essence. This marriage was all was Black Power, like was Black everything. Mm -hmm. Like all her vendors was black. Yeah, like the everybody in that participated in the wedding that helped out with the wedding was black. The wedding people was black. She attended the HBCU. Her husband attended the HBCU. All right, all black. They were really blackness, and how they met was um, they said the first conversation that they had was over tea. And Uh um, they had like a deep conversation. It was like very blackety black. They talked about HBCUs. They talked about Black Panther. Uh They talked about Black love. And after that, all their all their dates was just around tea, like Uh you know. And they actually got to get to know each other. So once they got together, they was just like, you know what, we should open up this tea spot. And that's how Brooklyn Tea um, was invented. And now they're married. Beautiful story. Girl, black clubs, and I, I know. why I can't find nobody want to open a tea spot with me. I don't, girl. Actually, we got that's why I gotta <laughs> I gotta meet somebody out here. We talk about I love like and tea. hey
1: right.
0: and, and he Jamaican girl, her husband Jamaican girl. Well that makes sense,
1: back. girl, because Jamaicans love tea
0: girl. So that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm just saying, girl, you never know the Jamaican kings out there. Girl,
1: there are far and few in between. Okay, you better listen to what I tell you. You've been warned. Crystal, you gonna uh, bring it home? The G Code gym. So this is like one of my favorite saying, and I feel like even in dating, I let this apply. And it's when somebody shows you who they are, believe them. And so I feel like a lot of times just in general, we see different red flags and we like, you know, brush it off and we try to make it be what we want it to be in our mind. But it's not like literally believe people for what they are. Don't try to change them. People are who they are. It's not your job to change people. It's Jesus job and the therapist. Um, so when they show you their true nature, believe them and, you know, know when to like walk away. Mm.
0: But what if they show you who they are and then they go to therapy and they was like, I'm going to change.
1: Well, that's when, when they come back. So that may not be your season to be with them, right? So mm. they show you and then they walk away and then that's it. But if they can come back and actually show you like realness of like how they change, like, first of all, I don't, I only think people change with Jesus in therapy. That's it. Like, Jesus therapy or near death experience, so if you didn't do any of those three things, you're the same person to me.
0: Mm. All right, girl, it's a little, it's a little deep, girl. A little deep, that's how I feel. All righty, so that's gonna um close us
1: out. Yeah, uh, Tasha, thanks so much for having me on the show. I really enjoyed myself. This is really just like another conversation that we have over the phone. Um, you're a natural at this, and um, just love you and thank you. Peace.
0: Make sure you go check us out on all streaming platforms Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube, uh, Gritson and City podcast.com. You can visit us and check out our episodes and our website content there. All right, y'all, stay tuned. Woo.